to season four of Church Kid Stories. My name's Mr. Damon, and I am more excited for this season than any season yet. Why? Because this season is about amazing people and stories in the Bible that often get overlooked or forgotten. And do you know an incredible church kid named Adley gave me this idea? It was all hers. Thank you, Adley. You are absolutely brilliant. Well, in this season, you're going to get to meet some of my friends. And you're going to hear stories about, mm, I don't know, talking animals, a superhero, sea monsters, a minivan on fire, and maybe the world's only battle to ever happen over beans. But best of all, we will see how each story shows us more clearly who Jesus is. So buckle up, get ready, and welcome to season four of Church Kid Stories. Okay, have you ever felt overwhelmed or frustrated because you didn't know how to do something? Whew, I have. I can remember feeling absolutely overwhelmed in math class as my teacher explained a new math problem that I did not understand. And to make matters worse, Everyone else around me was smiling and nodding their heads because they got it. Not me. Do you think in that moment that I wanted to be the only person who raised their hand and said, Ah, excuse me, I don't get this at all. I need help. No way. But isn't that exactly what I should have done? for sure. Tonight's story is about a man who felt overwhelmed and how Jesus used his friends to encourage him and lift him up literally when he needed it the most. You've probably heard of a guy named Moses in the Bible, haven't you? This is the same Moses who went whitewater rafting as a baby and split the Red Sea with his walking stick. But since this season is all about forgotten and overlooked stories in the Bible, I want to share two stories from Moses' life that you may not have heard before. You see, shortly after Moses and the Israelites escaped from Egypt, they found themselves in the middle of the desert. Nothing but sand, dirt, dust, lizards, scorpions, and more sand. But the weather, rocks, and animals weren't the only dangerous threats that the Israelites faced. They were surrounded by other nations that didn't like them at all and did not want them to get to the promised land. Bummer. One day, as the Israelites walked through a deep, Rocky Canyon, out of nowhere, an enemy army appeared on the hills surrounding them. The people gasped in fear. It's the Amalekites, someone shouted. The Amalekites were mean bullies who hated the Israelites. When he saw the enemy soldiers appear on the hilltops, Moses yelled at Joshua, his young general, take your soldiers and protect the people. Got it, Joshua responded. Wait, Moses, what are you going to do? Moses told him, 
I'm gonna climb to the top of that hill over there and hold up my hands. Mmm, weird, but okay, Joshua said. And as he ran off with the Israelite soldiers to fight the Amalekites, Moses climbed to the top of the hill overlooking the valley where the big battle was about to take place. Now, do you remember the walking stick that God gave to Moses? Yeah, the same one that he threw down on the ground in front of Pharaoh and it turned into a snake. And the same one he used to split the Red Sea apart. Well, as the battle with the Amalekites started, God had a job for Moses. He said to Moses' heart, lift up your sweet walking stick above your head and watch what happens. The moment Moses raised his walking stick above his head, the Israelites started to win the battle. Cool. But have you ever tried holding your arms above your head for more than like five minutes? Like, try it right now. Go for it. Like, I'm already getting tired. It's so hard. Well, the same was true for Moses. After a while, his arms hurt so bad, he needed to give them a rest and set his walking stick down. But, bad news, the moment he did, the Amalekites started to win. Oh no! What's Moses going to do? He couldn't do this on his own. He started to feel worried and overwhelmed. But then he remembered. Wait a second. I don't need to do all of this on my own. I can ask for help. So Moses turned around and said to his brother Aaron and his friend Hur, who was standing behind him, Guys, I can't do this on my own. Will you please help me? Of course, Aaron said. The two friends ran over and each one grabbed one of Moses' arms and held them up. They even pulled over a comfy rock for Moses to sit on. And all day long, his friends held Moses' arms up. And then as the sun was setting behind the desert mountains, Joshua sent a text message to Moses. Moses, we did it! We won! God gave us the victory! And after seeing the text, Aaron and Hur lowered Moses' arms. Moses smiled and thanked his friends. He knew he couldn't have done it on his own. He needed help from his family and his friends to do what he needed to help others. But this wasn't the only time Moses learned how important it is to ask for help when we feel overwhelmed. After defeating the Amalekites, Moses settled into leading the Israelites. There were over two million people, so you can imagine how much work there was for Moses to do. Problems, challenges, and owies happen every day in our home, don't they? Well, you can only imagine how many problems Moses had to help fix for over two million folks. One day, while Moses was running around dealing with everyone's issues, he saw a group of people riding camels into their camp. Who's that, Moses thought? We aren't supposed to have visitors today. But as the caravan got closer, Moses saw three people waving frantically at him. Then he heard the sweetest sound in the world. Dad! <gasps> it's my family, Moses shouted. It was Moses' wife, Zipporah, and his two little boys. You see, when Moses went to Egypt to help the Israelites get free, 
He knew it was going to be dangerous. So he left his family with his father-in-law, Jethro. What a great name, by the way, right? Jethro. A father-in-law is your wife or your husband's dad. Moses cried happy tears as his kids ran into his arms and hugged him. He missed his family so much. He kissed his wife, ooh, cooties, and hugged his father-in-law. And the next day, Jethro watched Moses running around trying to take care of all of the Israelites' needs. Do you ever get into disagreements or arguments with your friends or maybe your brother or your sister? Of course, we all do. Can you imagine how many arguments would happen when over two million people camp together? A lot, like a lot, a lot. And each day, all of the people who were mad at each other, check this out, would line up in the morning in front of Moses to tell them their side of the argument. And after listening to both people, Moses would decide who was right and then move on to the next people standing in line. This argument line was so long It stretched around the hill, past the bathrooms, around the cactus, past the dead bird on the ground, and out into the desert. All day long, from sunrise to sunset, Moses would try and fix everyone's problems all by himself. By the end of the day, Moses was exhausted. He would fall asleep at the dinner table. His face would plop into his bowl of soup, and then he'd have to wake up and then do it all over again the next day. Does that sound like a good idea to you? No, it doesn't. What did Moses need, church kids? That's right. He needed help. Jethro, his father-in-law, saw how overwhelmed Moses was trying to do everything all by himself. And he said, all right, Superman, time out. I love you but you are doing this all wrong. I'm going to give you some much-needed advice. Now, have you ever had someone tell you that you were doing something wrong? It's not fun, is it? That's called feedback or constructive criticism. And none of us really like it when our teacher, coach, or parents tell us that we're making mistakes and then tell us how to fix them. But... Feedback is so important. It helps us to improve. Feedback from our friends, teachers, coaches, pastors, and especially our parents, it's how we grow. Moses listened to Jethro and said, you're right, I need help. Do you have any advice for how I can lead the Israelites better? Ah, in fact, I do, Jethro said with a smile. Here is what you do. Find a bunch of wise, responsible people and ask them to help you. Tell them what to do and how to settle the people's arguments. This way, you don't have to do it all on your own. It's called delegating responsibility. Trust me, you're going to thank me later. And that is exactly what Moses did. He found a bunch of kind, wise, and responsible people to help him. He explained to these new leaders how to serve the people and then release them to make it happen. The results shocked Moses. The leaders were able to help way more people and way faster than Moses ever could. Everyone was happy and Moses hugged his father-in-law 
and went and took a well-deserved nap. You see, all of us feel overwhelmed at times. All of us need help. It's called being a human. Not knowing what to do or how to do something is normal. There is nothing wrong with that. And just like God sent Jethro to help Moses, God has given you parents, pastors, teachers, and coaches to help you grow and get better. But let's be honest. Sometimes it doesn't feel good when people tell us, hey, you're doing that wrong, and here's how you can improve. When Jethro said this to Moses, Moses could have told him, I don't need your advice. I know what I'm doing. But he didn't. Instead, he listened, admitted that he needed help, and followed Jethro's instructions. Church kids, there is nothing wrong with feeling overwhelmed. Moses was one of the greatest leaders in the Bible, and he needed help on top of the mountain and with the argument line. No matter how hard he tried, he couldn't do it by himself. You see, God wanted Moses to ask for help. And in the same way, God will allow us to be in situations where we need to ask people to help us. When we feel overwhelmed, the only wrong thing we can do is not ask for help or reject the advice that people give us. Asking for help and getting constructive feedback does not mean you failed. It means you're wise. The wise church kid asks for help when they feel overwhelmed and listens to the advice that their parents and leaders give them. What's an area where you have felt overwhelmed recently? Is it at school? Is it at home? Today or tomorrow, tell someone that you have been feeling overwhelmed and say these three powerful words. I need help. Then take their advice and see how God helps you grow. You are so wise, you are smart, and you're so capable. Jesus used Jethro to help Moses, and Jesus is using people in your life to do the same thing for you. Let's take a second and talk to Jesus together. Say this after me. Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for always helping me. I want to be a person that asks for help quickly. Help me to see asking for help as a strength and not a weakness. Make me a person who listens to my parents and leaders' advice. I want to grow into who you've created me to be. And I need your help to do it. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for being my best friend. Amen. Remember this. You are wise because you ask for help and you listen to your parents. 
Have a wonderful night's sleep and sweet dreams. We can't wait to see you tomorrow because it's going to be a great day. Good night. <laughs>